Hello and welcome. This is the Real Talk Podcast, and I'm Susie. I'm one of the people behind the most successful bariatric support groups on the internet. Since I started there, I've helped thousands take their lives back before or after they had weight loss surgery or regain after weight loss surgery. My group operates a little differently than most groups and bariatric coaches out there because not only are the moderators and admins post-ops who had surgery, we've had it long enough ago to truly understand the ins and outs of life with that surgery. Plus, many of us have had a regain, so we know how it feels. This podcast series is here to help you improve mindset, focus, and give you a new perspective on life after weight loss surgery and how to handle all that comes your way so you can finally start to learn how to change your habits so the weight stays off for good. So let's get started. Today, I'm going to dive right in with a couple of different topics. Hopefully, each one will help you to ignite a fire of inspiration for you or at least give you something to think about. The first one Set motivation high and lock in your focus by writing down your goals for the week. People who do this have success because they stay focused throughout the week and don't have to start over every Monday. In episodes one, two, and three of the podcast series, I talk about how to set up goals initially, like big picture weight loss goals, but it's a really fantastic habit to sit down on a regular basis and review those goals to make sure that you still align with them because things do change over time. Then take just a moment to think about what you need to do that week to make sure that you can achieve these goals. This could look like swapping the time from your workout to morning instead of after work, planning on cooking a meal large enough that there will be leftovers the day before you've got something that will make cooking dinner tricky. Um, Do you need to schedule a grocery delivery midweek to make sure you have enough milk? Stuff like that. It sounds like a lot, but once you've got your goals in place, doing this weekly review and making sure that you're balanced and aligned shouldn't take more than 10, 15 minutes at at the most. It's something you can do from the kitchen table while you drink your morning coffee, in fact. And the second one, and this is more of a thought, a lot of us find a lot of our struggle and temptation times and like the hardest moments that we have as post-ops, it happens when we're really stressed out or, or sad or something's just not going our way. And that's just how life works. Things just don't always go our way. So I want you to consider this quote that I heard. Happiness isn't a permanent state. It's fleeting moments and experiences that are so satisfying they keep us moving towards finding the next one. When I heard that, I had two takeaways. The first is that since happiness isn't a permanent thing, it's important to make sure that you're savoring as much of those happy times as possible. And I know everyone says that, but it's really true. And I think sometimes we need a reminder of that. But we've got to make sure that we're taking photos, making memories. Do what you need to do to lock down those times, those happy, good times, so that you can reflect on them when things aren't great. And it gives you a little bit of a mood boost. The second takeaway I had was that maybe instead of focusing on how hard things are when it's hard, stop yourself when you're having those why me moments or why does this always happen to me before you start kind of spiraling into that kind of pit of despair that we, we've all had once or twice at least minimum um, and turn it around a little bit. Words are really important. So it's important to not kind of get tied up into like the negatives. Think back to one of those happy times that, you know, you've had before to boost your mood. Just take a couple minutes and think of something happy. And I know that's, again, really, really basic, but it kind of stops you in that track. And then focus on that, um, focus on that for a little bit and kind of, you know, try to try to avoid thinking about the negative stuff and remind yourself that there will be another happy time coming soon. Maybe it's an upcoming party. 
Maybe it's a trip you've got planned months down the road. Maybe it's a book you heard about. Anything that comes to your mind in that moment that you've got to look forward to that's on your horizon, kind of chase that and look forward to it so you get through that rough patch without getting too tied up into how hard things are and how bad it is. It's not a perfect way to think about things. And of course, I know situations vary and it it might just be out of reach and for a lot of things. But I, I think it's kind of an interesting quote and an interesting way of thinking. I don't know if you do too. Now the third one, and it might sting a bit, so bear with me here. You are exactly where you eat yourself to be. No more, no less. Now I do want to unpack that. We've talked a lot here about calories counting and that you can't outrun your fork. That no matter what you do outside of the kitchen, what matters most if you're wanting to lose weight and keep weight off is how much you're eating or not eating. So that's it precisely. You are where you eat yourself to be. If you aren't happy where your weight is, or if you're happy with your weight and you want to stay there, that's a result of what you've been eating or not eating. It's as simple as that. The fourth one, um, and this is going to be a little bit longer than the other ones, but every week in our, our Facebook support group, hundreds of people post that they're trying to get back on track. And that's usually how they how they phrase it. I want to get back on track. I'm trying to get back on track. But it's fairly rare, like I'd say less than 10% of the time, that someone follows up on those posts where people have given them lots of advice on what to do. Even fewer of that 10% come back and say that they took the advice or they're trying this and they need more help or it's going well for them, you know, just some sort of update or whatever. They, most of them kind of just disappear. Now, it's not because they don't have the motivation or the true desire to do it. They want to do it. They really do. I believe that in my heart. When you ask for help, you want that help. The real reason these people don't follow up, though, is because they lack the commitment and belief in their heart and soul that it's possible to move out of that yo-yo cycle. You know, the the one where we gain a pound, lose a pound, all that fun stuff when we're off track. It doesn't even have to be a full-on regain, just that frustrating plateau where you gain and lose the the same four pounds for a couple months. You know that you can make the progress in your head. You've done it before. You have the proof. But you can't keep the progress and move beyond those little stalls and plateaus to get closer to where you want to be. And that's that commitment that I'm talking about. We've talked about this before. Consistency takes time. And I know I've said this before, but the words we use in our heads and our minds really, really matter. So, you know, phrasing it like I'm trying to get back on track, it it insinuates that they're also considering not doing it. And I know we've all done that before. It's like, yeah, I I really need to, you know, try better to get my vegetables in or I need to, you know, try better and, and make sure I take my vitamins. Well, that trying, that just gives you kind of an out, you know? That thought process alone is why so many people who ask for help never take that full leap of faith and actually give the effort needed to do what it takes for more than just a couple days before jumping off the the track again, so to speak. So what's the difference between the 10% of people who do come back and follow up and the ones that, you know, kind of stick with it and take the advice and kind of run with it? Those people, they decide that they want, they want it. And that's, that's it. They, they make a choice. Their choice is um, not always easy, and it's always not going to be smooth, but they're making a choice to see how they can work and ensure their own success. And maybe not like big picture success. Long-time listeners will know that one of my big things here is always start small. You don't have to change everything you've been doing wrong in one day. 
You just have to change one thing a day until all the changes add up to that success that you want. It takes a long time actually, but slow and steady is gonna win that race, right? So what those people did is they sat down, they looked at what was happening, they looked at their options, they made a plan, they set some goals, and they just took it day by day until they got where they wanted to be. Did they struggle? Yeah, they did. Was it hard? Yeah, they, it was hard. It's hard for everybody. Were they perfect? No, no one's perfect, but they still did it. That's what it takes. That's the only difference between the ones who get to the weight they want to be in the, and stay there and the ones who are always trying to get back on track. So with that, I'm going to close here. And thank you so much for listening. I want to urge you to take my words to heart. Come join us on Facebook. We'll hold your hand and help you through this. There is a link to this um, to my support group on the profile for this podcast. Um, and if you have questions that you'd like me to tackle on an upcoming episode, please send me an email at suzy at realtalkwithsuzy.com. Don't forget to review and subscribe to our podcast so that you're always updated as soon as episodes are available. And please, if you enjoyed today's episode, pass it on to someone you might think would find it helpful. And I'm, I'll talk to you guys soon.